name's Sid Garza Hillman, and this is what I think. Trader Joe's. Trader Joe's. Okay, that's what I'm going to start this podcast episode off with. A little Trader Joe's. I have very. I love Trader Joe's. Love. I love Trader Joe's. Always have. One of my biggest disappointments uh, from moving out of Los Angeles up to where I live now is that there's no Trader Joe's up here. And one time, apparently, just a true story, Trader Joe's was thinking about maybe opening a branch of whatever you call it franchise up here on the coast, but they couldn't find. And this is not a joke. A, a talented enough employee pool. They just felt like they couldn't hire enough good people in this area, so they decided not to um, not to open one. And the thing is, that they're right. <clears throat> I would have worked there. Mm. Hawaiian shirts? Kidding me? So they've been under fire. Have you? Uh, I don't know if you've noticed or uh, read about it, but um, they are. I don't know if they're going to do it or they're going to do it, uh, changing some of the, so Trader Joe's would do this like cute thing. And if you're not familiar with Trader Joe's, cause you don't live in the U S shame on you. That's just what that is. Um, but anyway, so they do like, if they do like pasta, they would, they Trader Joe's, the label would say like Trader Giotto's, like they put their own label on stuff. That's how they have such good deals is they find overflows of things and they just kind of take other people's things and they put their own labels on them. They buy them for cheap and sell them for cheap. That's how it goes. Trader Giotto's. Asian things, I guess they did Trader Ming's, they did like Trader Jose's for Mexican, you know, foods. Um, and so they're coming under fire, which is insane for me. It's insane. It's ins- that's insane. They're having fun. It's fun. Trader Giotto's, like, is that a f- a f- how that offends people? I don't know. It's very odd with one exception. There's one time where I thought they've stepped over the line and that was when they were selling matzah and the label said Trader Jews. That's... To, okay, that to me, not okay, Trader Joe's. Okay, that's, I think they should walk back that one only. I thought that was inappropriate. Uh, I have to, I feel like I'm under contract to mention coffee roasting. Um, so all I'm going to say is my coffee roaster broke. However, I have a new one being sent to me. And by the way, I was right. It's a design flaw. I said, this isn't, it's only six months old. They said, we've heard about it from other people. We're sending you a, uh, a replacement same day great co- that's why i deal with them they're a great company 20 years i've been buying raw, raw coffee from them i love it so here's the um the worst news coronavirus bad news great can we all agree Tr- except for the united states is handling it extremely well that's i have to say the, the only silver lining is that we are at the forefront because mm. we made wearing masks uh you know an affront to our uh strength as individuals you know if we have to wear a mask then we're weak man Insecure people, jeez, they are ruining the world. Insecure people, Trader Giotto's. The there was a fire at the Stanford Inn. On top of everything else, all the crap that we're having to deal with, freaking electrical fire. Nobody got hurt, thank goodness. But the kitchen's down, the laundry's. It's like a night. It's like a nightmare Uh, for everybody, especially for Jonah Jeff. But you know, as this was my this is my episode, then it's also a nightmare for me. And I, you know, it's hard for me to, I was like, I, can, I want to do the podcast. And I just been, it's been like running crazy, crazy stuff. So uh, anyway, quick aside, thank you everybody who uh, Patreons me and, um, and reviews this podcast. It's cool. If you take a few moments, great. If you don't, <laughs> you know, what am I, I going to do? 
cry about it in my so I'm I'm drinking Kona pre pre bought. It's like packaged Kona that I had. Somebody sent it to me from Hawaii. From Hawaii, found it in my closet. It's very good. It's not it's not home roasted good. I'm just gonna be honest. It's not home roasted good. It's also old, so I can't really knock them. Uh. This is sort of a bad news episode in that in this sense. Broken coffee roaster, Trader Jews, and uh, fire at the end, not necessarily in that order. And here's another one. And the title of this episode is Cancel the Canceler. Because I am going to talk about cancel culture um, because it's it's sort of like, here's what, our, here's what we do as a culture, okay? For mo- whatever. So we there's a swing to the one way, and it's shitty. And we go, God, that's not a good way to treat people. That's not a good way to act. And this kind of like racist anti-immigrant thing that's top down. I'm gonna do a whole other episode on like, you know, top down because it really, the culture is in a way because many people don't think for themselves probably, but it's set by the top down. And sort of like if the very top goes, we're going to do it this way, then, then it'll, it does trickle down that ethic or lack thereof will trickle down. And that's what we're seeing right now. So in that whole context, we've got a, you know a wide swing. We've got the the you know George Floyd and the, all that is happening. the The problem is is sometimes the reaction to a wide swing in one way is to swing super wide the other way, and those extremes ne'er are positive for our culture. in In my opinion, I don't think. A swing one way is going to be good. And then the reaction to that to swing super hard the other way. It, it's like what we need is you swing wide and somebody goes, can we just be reasonable again? Because that's too cuckoo and nutty nut nut. But then if you swing this other way, it's also nutty nut nut. And I know people will be like, well, yeah, but it's necessary. And then you find your middle ground. It's just frustrating because they're both nutty nut nut. I just want them to shut the hell up. So the reasonable of us, the moderate kind of looking at nuance and not being part of a camp and then part of this camp can just sort of rule the day. It's a dream, you know, it's a dream, but it's better. It's more fun for me to think about that than the nightmare of just, you know, racism and cancel culture, both sort of having, having an out on in, in every platform. It's boring to me and dangerous, dangerous because it's not rational. So cancel the counselor is, is, what I want to talk about today, because it's it's like I want to cancel the can't. But here's the worst news. Okay, this is bad news for me, mm. and very timely. Turns out, Aristotle, who's been a hero of mine since college, I majored in philosophy. Um, as I was taking more and more philosophy courses, and I loved it. The my most favorite course was Aristotle's Ethics, and uh, and 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 I quoted Aristotle in my first book. Approaching the Natural, a health manifesto. Turns out he was, he, Aristotle, was very uh, pro-slavery and felt like it was a, not felt, he argued that it was nor, good for the slaves and economy and everything. And they were, um, slaves were, I, it, it's, it's so crazy and irrational and nuts and so anti what I would think would come out of that guy's head kind of a kind of a mind blower for me i'm like are you really arguing slavery good for the society and those people it's like that's they're limited intellectually and they're sort of i mean all this just crazy craziness not even nutty nut nut because that's there's goodness to nutty nut nut that's just nuts 
So Gavin Lawrence, I'm going to call you out. That was my professor. I always remember the guy. He was British, so A plus for that right away. And then just like the what you would expect from a philosophy professor, just unshowered and like old Nikes and sort of worn jeans with stuff in the pockets. Why do I hate stuff in my pockets? Why well, don't like seeing things in? He just had things in his pockets all the time. I don't even know if he used them, but they were there. And a T-shirt that that probably had some sort of faded logo on it. That's what I remember. And and unruly hair but the british accent sort of saved it but never once did he talk about aristotle's ethics and go by the way listen he also was pro-slavery so not everything he said was good but that's what this not never once there's a problem for me but this is sort of part and parcel to what's going on in, in culture we are multifaceted human beings and it's it's really about weighing t- it's i'm in a pickle about it because does this now negate everything that Aristotle ever said, or second level, does it matter? And here's what I want to talk about today, because this is the very problem I have with guru, with the sort of guru model, the guru problem, as I call it, because it really isn't about the person. It's always going to be about the ideas that you find in the world, that we find in the world, and what we pick and don't pick. We, it's about Look, every religion in the world cherry picks. There's not a Christian in the world that follows everything in the Bible. Otherwise, we'd be stoning people and, you know, for for wearing the wrong kinds of clothes. We cherry pick things that work for us. The question is, who's doing the cherry picking and how good at it are they and how ethical are they? We can find arguments for everything. And I can find these days studies for everything, in, in especially in the diet world, as you know. I could cherry pick a whole bunch of stuff and people often do. The question is, is it about the person? Can you then cancel the person and say, none of the things that that guy said or that woman said are good and ethical. They're just, it just, it discounts everything in the artist world because they behaved a certain way. Does it discount all the work? And if we say, I want to hear that work or listen to that, see that work or whatever, are we bad people because of the other things that those people did? These are complicated questions. I don't have the answers for them. Because, you know, my, one of my favorite song, singer-songwriters I mentioned last week, uh, Ryan Adams, is, you know, did some sh- crappy stuff. Was it as crappy as other people? Not by a long shot. But knowing what I know now about that, is is it unethical for me to, to say, well, well, I want to listen to his album? It's very, it's a very weird time because we know more about people than we ever did before. And when we find those things out, it can... It can either affect our experience of that person's work, or if it doesn't and we still want to enjoy the person's work, we can be judged for even supporting that person's work more on that in a minute. I don't like the guru issue. I don't like people following people. I like the idea that we can, in our heads, think about um, what it is that we stand for and then finding information that inspires us to that direction and teaches us more in that direction and so on and so forth so that we can live our lives based on our own personal guidebook. Not having a personal guidebook means we're sort of bouncing around, man, and just going from one thing to the other that flips our lid and catches us at a certain time and it can be wildly nuts because we're going to follow some potentially unethical, evil person that is you know, appeals to that sort of that gut sensibility of us, especially like in the mask thing, that sort of like 
just totally ridiculous strength related. I'm not going to wear this. And I'm, I saw a guy walking around the market with his mask partway down and he's like slapping his, the ass of his girlfriend. Like he just, this guy douche, but he's tough. He's tough because he doesn't have to. You can't. And I'm like, little man, little man. That's what I think. Little man. I mean, if you found out tomorrow that I, Sid, don't like scotch and do like light roast coffee, would that change? Would you not listen to my podcast anymore all of a sudden? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm full of crap. Mm. Some people would think I'm full of crap. My mom wouldn't just... Look, that's an aside. That's a whole nother episode. Um, I'm going to finish this episode. And this is a shorty, but it's so frustrating for me to sort of see what's going on. And the Trader Joe's thing is just it's just crazy. It's so crazy. That's not, we have bigger fish to fry. We have bigger fish to fry than nailing Trader Joe's and making them print new labels and wasting paper because they wrote Trader Giotto's on Italian food and Trader Jose's on uh, Mexican food and Trader Ming's on Asian food. I mean, can we, we, so there's no differences of foods anymore. There's no different cultures that there's no different names. There's no different anything. So that's racist because they do Trader Jose's or Trader Giotto's really that's, and even I, it's just so it's so there's so many bigger things to, to deal with so many bigger things to deal with. And the people that are talking about that or not talking about it, cause I think it's worth talking about only to say, shut up. Shut up and deal with the bigger problems like people in the streets rioting because there is injustice that's real. That's not what they put on their package of salted almonds isn't the thing. Okay? It's not the thing. I'm going to finish this episode by talking about um, it's all about the Benjamins. Okay? Now, Benjamins, you know, I'm, I'm very street. As you guys know, I'm very street. I've always been very hip, very cool. So I always say Benjamins when I'm talking about money because it's just me. It's what I do. But cancel culture is very interesting to me because what they're talking about, the canceler people, and I don't, there's probably a name for them, but I don't know what it is, and I don't care, is money. When they cancel somebody, they're they're going after livelihood. They're going after money. That's how I see it. It's not. I guess maybe if you know, like Louis C.K., they were picketing his his uh, you know performances or whatever, but. And I wonder if he was like, I'm just going to perform for free now if they would still pick it. Maybe they would. But it looks to me like we're going after the money because if we can prevent Sarah Silverman from being in a movie because she did something 10 years ago with the intent of calling it out in a negative way and like was doing a good thing, but because the cancel people went after her, they take her livelihood away. We still equate, on some level, we equate happiness with money. And we think, I'm going to cancel you by taking away your money because that's what's going to get you. And if we take away the money, we got them. But here's what I think. I think that it's fairly obvious that money doesn't equal happiness. Otherwise, you would see lots of people with money being extremely happy. Instead, you're seeing the opposite of that true and vice versa. People without money, quite happy with the real things that make us happy, by the way. And sometimes money can be the very distraction that takes us fully away. It's sort of, sort of like careful what you wish for. As soon as the money comes in, then you've got bigger things to deal with and more responsibilities and more worries and more stress. And it's like, screw it. Things were simpler without it. And that can be, I think, for the, for, for the case for most people. To me, I think when you take the veil off and find out the knowledge of somebody's actions and they know that you know, I think that's 
that's going to be the thing that's going to potentially inspire change in that person. I think we are going down a dangerous road when we say now you're going to be destroyed and we only want you on the on the street, homeless, regardless of any good work that you've done and people that bought it honestly and said, I want to buy that album because it's good music, but we want to try to take that away so that you never get to do that ever again because we're the judges and arbiters of what that is. I think that's a very, very dangerous road, especially when it comes to, I'm just specifically sensitive about art because it makes me very worried when we sort of police uh, art in that way and who is the judge to say um, you can't do you know we talk about like cultural appro- uh, um, appropriation where uh, you know a, a heterosexual can't write a novel with a gay character in it it's ins- absolutely insane because they can't understand it's oh give me a freaking break it's nuts where, when art is being infringed upon in this level it's it's just crazy making for me because it we are human beings and what we are doing by saying that a white person can never touch anything that has to do with somebody who's African-American is insane because not all African-Americans have had the same experience as somebody who's been, you know, killed like George Floyd or even, uh, you know, abused by police. Not every person has had that happen. And we as humans can understand if we're at all thoughtful that kind of damage and we can empathize we can not of all of us have had everything handed to us and had these amazing lives most of us haven't we've all had those things and we can key into those things and use that to provide empathy and to guide our actions in the world it's what we know it's what we know and what we stand for so that we can cherry pick from the work that is around and the people that are around and get the ideas that fuel us and that continue us on the road that uh, of a life that we want to live that's based on our values and ethics of what we believe is right and wrong. And as we know more and learn more and we find out more things, then that can change us and in a good way. And it can we can we can adjust because we're not tied to a person. We can say like, well, that's I don't agree with that. I think Aristotle is an asshole now. But that doesn't mean that the idea he had about developing the rational side of us, the the things that are defining to us as us as a human being, that, that doing better in that is is more virtuous, I think are fantastic and, and amazing and developing that that personal ethic and strength. That's I, I mean, I drew off a lot of that and it's been a, an inspiration for a lot of my own work. I'm not going to discount what I've learned from him. I'm going to discount him. I'm never going to buy another Aristotle book because I don't want him getting those royalties. He's got plenty of money. Aristotle has plenty of money. He's living large. He's fine. He's not going to go. People who cancel think it's about the money. They think if they take the money, they're going to make somebody unhappy. They're going to make them uh, suffer because of that. To me, I think it's that we know now. That's what is going to change, potentially change someone's behavior is that we know what we didn't before and they know that we know and potentially that may be what gets them off their ass to be better people themselves. Traveled around this train Then I sickened myself clean I just grazed the edge of what could have been Then I'll stop asking And I'll stop figuring I'm over flooded so high in 
Have you relived it all day? Have you faltered on the way? Have you squared away the days following you? You still carry Choking wind against the seasonless display. 